Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Tuesday the 26th of March. Coming up, we hear from the Kent mum of a teenage girl being trolled on Snapchat by someone claiming to be her brother's killer. It puts her into a really anxious state and she can't breathe. Uh, She's upset, she can't sleep, and she doesn't deserve that. A Maidstone woman is speaking out after thieves stole fuel from three of her family's vehicles. As soon as he was pouring the petrol in, it was coming out, and then he had to look under the car, and then he showed me what appeared to be three drilled holes in my fuel tank. And a group of Kent students have reached the finals of a top Formula One competition. We're really proud of all of their achievements. They're wonderful students who've worked incredibly hard. Kent Online News. In our top story today, a Kent mum is calling for Snapchat to work with police to identify who's been trolling her daughter five years after her son was murdered after being groomed online. Breck Bedner died in 2014. Now his 17-year-old sister Chloe has received vile messages from someone claiming to be his killer. Her mum Lauren Lefebvre, who lives in Deal, says it's had a terrible impact on her. I think for Chloe when she first got the messages she was extremely upset she was at school and you know just to be contacted by somebody who took her brother away who hurt our family so much she was extremely upset and crying and and full of anxiety she was so brave in helping to report to the police and so brave in helping to speak to the media Um, however when she does get messages at times it puts her back into a really anxious state and she can't breathe uh, she's upset, she can't sleep, and she doesn't deserve that. No you know, child deserves to be contacted by somebody sending these malicious communications. She needs to be able to get a good night's sleep and study for her A-levels, and we need to think of the mental health of children out there you know, receiving these sorts of messages and communication. We need to ensure that they're safe. I am so proud that she's helping to try to bring this to light because only... Only through this kind of work will we be able to help make law changes for all of the society, for, for everyone. This isn't just about our story. This is about all the other children out there that need help from police and, and huge social media companies as well. Well, Lauren's been told it could take many months to track down whoever's behind the messages because police don't have the powers to force social media companies to give up information. She says the process of the investigation has been far from straightforward. I was actually able to connect police with Snapchat UK because I met them on a safer internet day event and I thought that would be you know helpful I emailed them together so that they could communicate but I'm told that that's not protocol that that even in the UK police have to go to the US for information and I find that uh, confusing because we have snapchat offices here in the UK and we we basically get told by police there's nothing they can do and we get told by snapchat that they will help police but then they always give their privacy messages it's sort of a mantra you know, uh, make sure your privacy settings are set correctly, which of course is important. But in this case, there are messages that were sent that we need to find out where they originated from. And I don't feel that either side are helping. I don't feel either side are taking a strong stance on the fact that this is wrong, that a child is being approached online by somebody who is sending malicious communications. To help protect her daughter and other children, Lauren is calling on social media firms to take action. My message to Snapchat is if if your hands are tied, 
and you cannot help police because of a treaty that you have with the, you know, the U.S. or legislation that's in place, then stand up and talk about it. Come out and speak with me. Come out and speak with media and talk about what you need to keep children safer online. Because just by sending the same lame statement over and over again, it, it looks so horrendous. Um, it, it's not caring. It's not protection of the public. It's not safeguarding of children. If you truly want to, to keep children safe, then come out of hiding and help make changes in these laws that so desperately are needed. We still want to use your platforms. We want to use uh, Snapchat, but we want it to be a safe platform and we need your help in doing that. Since her son's death, Lauren has set up the Breck Foundation, which works to educate young people on how to be safe online with training and workshops in schools. Kent Online exclusive. Next today, a Maidstone mum's had to fork out more than a thousand pounds for repairs and a hire car after fuel was stolen from the tanks of both her family's vehicles. Catherine Lockett is just one of the people this month who've been targeted by thieves who drill holes into the bottom of cars to drain petrol out. She's told us it's been a stressful experience. We were without two vehicles um, that then had to go to the garage. Uh, we were told it was possible at least one of them could be unfixable and that the car would actually be written off. Um, we had to, because we live outside of town uh, and work um, in Maidstone, we needed a vehicle so we had to hire a car. Um, but then unfortunately, uh, the hire car, we would gone out for my partner's birthday at the weekend, left the hire car on our drive overnight, um, and then the next morning we discovered that the same thing had happened to the hire car. Catherine says it's taken a big toll on her family's finances and means they won't be able to go away with their young son. It was both cars with some, you know, to replace a petrol tank is a very big job. I think um, the garage was all um, even at one point saying that they were going to have to get a 3D petrol tank made, which is really expensive. Um, but we have got insurance, but with the excess and the hire car, um, it's already costing us over a thousand pounds, which we just don't have. We're not able to book a holiday now, which we were hoping. We've not been on a holiday with George um, yet as a family, and we were actually hoping to be able to do that this year, and we can't now. So. That's pretty upsetting. Last week, police issued a warning about fuel thefts in the Shepway, Langley and Beersted areas. Kent Online reports. Now, as the Brexit deadlock continues, health bosses here in Kent have raised concerns the UK's departure from the EU could lead to a rise in the number of vulnerable young asylum seekers arriving in the county. A report by a group representing GPs in Folkestone, Dover and Deal says it would risk health services being unable to meet everyone's needs. Tomorrow, MPs will vote on alternatives to Theresa May's Brexit plan, but the Prime Minister says she's not bound by the outcomes. A woman's admitted causing the death of a teenager in a crash near Canterbury. 19-year-old Kyle Plommer was a passenger in a Land Rover, which was hit by a Ford Fiesta travelling in the opposite direction on the A257, not far from Littlebourne in February last year. Jane Lee Allison, who's 31, 
and from Horseless Road in Bolton under Blean will be sentenced in May for causing death by careless driving. A million pounds is being made available to projects in Kent that help tackle violent crime. The Police and Crime Commissioner says charities and other organisations will be able to bid for up to £100,000 each to be spent over three years. It follows a major study by Matthew Scott and a series of raids on dozens of properties in the county last week, which recovered weapons including a samurai sword and crossbow. A man's gone on trial accused of trying to kill his former partner with a claw hammer near Gravesend. The court's heard Alexander Weston attacked the mother of his two children at her home in Mepham in the middle of the night last September. The 43-year-old from Churchfields in West Mauling has admitted wounding with intent but denies attempted murder. Bosses in Ashford want a lorry clamping trial to continue permanently after describing it as extremely successful. Since October 2017, HGVs have been banned from parking overnight on the A20 between Charing and the Drover's Roundabout with a £150 fine for anyone who's caught doing it. The trial's due to finish at the end of April and the Department for Transport will need to give approval for it to be extended. And finally, a group of students from a Kent school are hoping to one day be the next big names in Formula One after reaching the finals of a top competition. The teenagers from the Queen Elizabeth Grammar School in Faversham have developed a miniature car for the F1 in schools competition, which gives budding engineers the chance to put their skills to the test. Freddie Lewis and George came second in the national championships and now get to go to the world final. Freddie's told us it's been a great experience experience. We've competed against a lot of incredible engineers and other teams so to be able to beat some um, some of the great talent in other teams has been incredibly um, boosting to my confidence and I've also developed a lot of skills throughout the journey, uh, a lot of transferable skills as well as direct skills into engineering and STEM. As well as racing, the young team have to get sponsors to help them pay for travel and development. Lewis says they've played an important role in what they're doing. Our sponsors are one of the most important parts of our team. They really help us get to where we've got to and they've given us great advice and how to make certain parts for the car and manufacture it for us, which has been really helpful throughout the competition. The teenagers have designed the car from scratch and have tested the models to make sure they're as quick as possible. George has been showing off some of the computer technology they've been using. So this is a CFD computer wind tunnel test that we run on the models of our car when we come up with a design concept and we test it to see whether it reduces drag and uh, if it works then we carry the development forward and we use an approach of just making small developments to make the fastest car possible. Well, despite potentially being destined for a life of fame and glamour, the boys certainly haven't forgotten their roots. Phil Harvey is their teacher at Queen Elizabeth's Grammar School and says everyone there has benefited from their success. The work they've been doing is outreach work with local primary schools, working on um, big promotional events uh, locally and nationally to promote STEM. It's fantastic. Through sponsorship they've gained, they've been able to buy the track for other students in the school all year sevens now benefit from that and their hard work and they've also received praise from head teacher David Anderson we're really proud of all of their achievements they're wonderful students who've worked incredibly hard a small team who've come together in an amazing way to produce really work of the highest standard we're we're all incredibly proud of them. That's it for now, but you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. 